Hey guys, welcome back to the Podcasters Podcast. Today, myself and Kane, we're going to talk about how you can be a likable host. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know why the fuck you're on this episode, but um, how you can be a likable host and kind of the benefits of being a host that your audience connect with. Because at the end of the day, your audience will come for the content, but they'll stay for you as a host. Yeah, this is something that I get a lot. So if we deliver a training, people sort of say, well, I know my content, but I'm a bit shy or introverted or what if people don't like me and you know imposter syndrome and all the other little gremlins we have in our brain that stops us doing the things that we really want to do i think the biggest thing is not to be a perfectionist mm-hmm. i think if you want to be a truly likable host and somebody people want to recommend actually just being very not just authentic, but just not being a perfectionist going in. First of all, when you're overly a perfectionist, you just don't do it. Right? When recently we did a training and somebody was trying to plan out the first 30 episodes, how that was going to convert for people, you know, what order they had to be in. And they come in with like a big spreadsheet. Of it. It's like, and then, you know, two months later, still not live. It's like, Maybe if you just started with one episode, knowing it's going to be shit, knowing it's not going to be, or knowing you're going to change direction with your show soon, but that's fine because at least you're making progress. But the other thing is, I think people quite like it. That's sort of rough and ready. The only show I know that is like always talks about being a perfectionist is Diary of a CEO. But from what I can see from like comment sections and things, like people don't really like him, they yeah. like his guests. But he's also paying all of his guests every week and can get the big name guests. Mm. But the biggest show in the world, Joe Rogan, he just about edits it out when someone goes for a piss. But like, (laughs) that's it. Other than that, there's like no editing. Mm. Now, I do think you should probably do a bit more than that and tidy it up. His is a bit of like an extreme example. But... For example, I was listening to uh, Modern Wisdom and, oh, what was the guy's name? I'm really, everybody should go listen to this. What's his Playing hold music. Dan can just edit in some hold music, please. Rory Sutherland, he's like a, owns like a massive ad agency in London but he does all like the psychology behind things but he's oh, a very cool. eccentric character he's been on Diversity he's been on loads of big shows anybody interested in marketing for your content or your business listen to any podcast he's been on he's so insightful but he was on um, Modern Wisdom and it was a virtual interview and his boiler man come in mm. it just like interrupted the interview and like they left it in because it was actually quite funny but I know a lot of other shows were just like aggressively cut mm-hmm. that out but i mean here i am talking about it because i thought it was funny and it's something memorable it is those little funny quirks that attract you to host right i know my favorite hosts are i like them because they're so imperfect and they there's a lot of sarcasm which i mean if you're in the u.s might be a bit different but in the uk we love sarcasm mm. so for me if some a host is really sarcastic and just clearly takes it very lightheartedly even if the content's amazing i really appreciate that i really like consuming that because i don't feel like i'm being lectured yeah thing is it's always entertainment over education and here's why because 
if podcasting is an infinite game and you're going to do it every week indefinitely, there's all the time in the world to get the content across. Mm-hmm. But if I'm bored on like one episode, I might not come back next episode. But if you made me laugh and I enjoyed our, your company, right? I enjoyed listening to your show. I will come back to learn something next time. Mm-hmm. So if every single episode, somebody only learned sort of one thing, but it was filled with jokes, sarcasm, you know, tangents, rants, whatever, like, mm. that will actually build a much bigger and a much more loyal audience than just education, education, education. A good example of that is there's a really, really big marketing show called Nudge, right? Mm. I tried listening to it and I had to turn it off within five minutes. And now there's not necessarily anything wrong with the show. It's just a very different format and it's mm. not what I could listen to. Now, I'm sure the information they give is super valuable, but the way in which it's come across where it's like the host is recording it after the fact and said, oh, this bit, they spoke about this. Oh, so yeah, there's they do no- like interviews. They don't do an interview on the podcast. Yeah. He interviews them and then does a podcast talking about it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And because there's no relationship there, I couldn't listen to it. And, and Whereas if there was a podcast where it had that really good relationship and really got on with them, you'd give it time to see what the information's like. Whereas I couldn't even give that show time to, yeah. to listen to it because it just didn't like how it was. And then that, that's nothing against that show. That format clearly works. They're smashing it. Mm. But for me, the host is a massive element if, if, if I'm going to listen to a podcast long term. Well, so I've read the book. Tom recommended the book to me. I read the book and then went to listen to the podcast and I've stopped listening to it now as well. Uh, for the same reason? Yeah, it's, it is dry. It's very much his an author and an academic turned podcaster, not mm. podcaster who's turned author, which seems to be more popular now, but also just way more interesting. Thing is, we say this all the time, especially when it comes to short form clips. If you can make somebody laugh or cry, it'll go viral, right? Mm. It's that those sort of main emotions that really make us feel something. Same with your long form content, right? Make me entertained and I will keep coming back. Like you said, they come for the content, they stay for the hosts. Because we get more reviews since we become became more unserious. <laughs> but also, time to blow a bit of smoke up our own asses. Here we go. There's a lot now in sort of the last 12 months of podcasts about podcasting, and a lot of them are fucking dull. <laughs> Have you but, listened to them? Yeah, <laughs> a couple. <laughs> I did, they are, they're so dull. Yeah, there is, um, there is a lot. Uh, there's one I've listened to a couple of times, which I know is very successful. Grow the show, the American one. But <laughs> Don't slug him off now. <laughs> no, I'm not. It, he is very successful and he's super cool. And, and he is obviously smashing it. I have heard a few people saying that he has a lot of ads on his shows, yeah. which I mean, he's flexing the, the, yeah. the, that he knows what he's talking about, I guess. So there is, that's another very, a very big one in America, but I haven't really seen any others that are like pop, popping particularly yeah. there's a there's a few that touch on podcasting a little bit or a few that um oh, they're harder to find some that people have released about six podcasts about the same thing and haven't done any of them for three years and they've all got horrendous artwork but dig, uh, dig, dig. All right, <laughs> let's have a look on my notes here all right so this oh, this is one is building a community so oh, you yeah. can do this on youtube right there's a, a community tab with comments you can do back and forth or you could have a, a whatsapp group or a paid one through patreon but on social media, you have the comment section as a really quick feedback loop. On podcasting, it's much slower because people trickle in over the course of the week to listen. Many don't leave reviews or anything like that. 
So it's really hard to build a, a loyal following if you don't take them somewhere and actually talk to them. So on our mastermind, I said to all of our attendees, like, send a message out, either put an ad on your podcast or, or send some DMs and speak to five people in your audience a week. See what they like, see what they don't like. Because that's really important to one, make sure you're serving them and they're mm-hmm. doing something, but also just to show you care. Because if you're just, you know, top of the mountain shouting and preaching and never actually engaging with your listeners, they're going to go away. Mm. But if you show that you care, you want to talk to them, you're really grateful that they're giving you positive messages or they're sharing your content. You know, some people are really precious about like their Instagram story, for example. But if somebody was to tag me in like a story to say they were listening, like I don't care if you've got three followers, I'm still going to reshare it. I appreciate it. But that's going to mean a yeah. lot to, to the listener. Of course. And those people that spend a lot of time engaging with their audience, you know, on one of our recent episodes, we interviewed Dodge. He is constantly replying to DMs. He's in the community section. He's launching um, communities. Posts a lot of his reviews as well. Exactly. And, and that builds such a loyal following of people that want to come back. But also, it's just an insight into who you are. Like, clearly just a very nice person that's mm. very sociable and makes you a very likable host. Well, a good example is we've recently connected both of us on LinkedIn with one of our listeners, long-term listeners. Well, they've connected with us mm. um, and they're flying over from Croatia to come see us at our podcast summit, right? Oh yeah, that'd be awesome. Um, so yeah, shout out to Anja, Anya. I, Anya. Anya, cool. Shout out to Anya. Looking forward to seeing you. Top tip, don't get your listeners' names wrong. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fair enough. I'm sure she'll message me to correct me, but yeah, that's that's super cool for someone to actually like book flights to come and see you. Um, yeah, that's pretty yeah. pretty epic. It's not just to see, it's not like we're just taking out for lunch. There is a lot of education involved, but I'm, I'm sure it's just for us, right? Yeah, it's not just for a chat. <laughs> yeah, it's just coming over for a chat. Just, we'll make her pay for lunch as well. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, no, that that's super cool. Another thing I think is just leaving bits in 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 sense of like, well, I'm, I don't know how much of earlier in the episode when you were looking, scrolling for that, that guy's name will be left in, but some of it will for yeah, sure. Yeah, if it's condensed or sped yeah, up. Yeah, so that I feel like gives you an insight. And another thing we've done recently which have seen other podcasters do is leave bits in after the interview. Now, our producer told us, he was like, oh, I left it in because it sounded good. Whether it was that or it just couldn't be after that. <laughs> don't know, but there was we've, our recent episode with Yvonne. Um, there's about eight minutes after we finished the episode mm. talking about LinkedIn creators. And I just, I had a, a message from someone on LinkedIn who listened to the show being like, did you know this is left in? I was like, yeah. And they said it was, uh, as a podcaster, it scared them thinking, oh, they've left something in. But as a listener, it was great because it's mm. like you get a peek behind the curtain of like what they actually talk about and beyond what's meant to go out, which is which is really cool. And it gives that more more of that kind of genuine authenticity because like that's not meant to be in the episode, but it's still there. Yeah, exactly. I always say to people, we said on the podcast a bunch of times, that if I'm doing a virtual interview, I'm pressing record on the camera, the mic before they join. Mm. And after I say wrapped, because... That stuff can go in, one, with their permission, two, you know, if, if they don't say anything pretty out of pocket. Yeah, right? yeah. So you yeah, sure. have to trust that Dan didn't leave anything in. With- <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> we stupid. didn't say anything too dire. <laughs> like we might have done if it was just us two. But yeah. that can lead to some really, really good content. And sometimes your brain just fires. Once you go, oh, thanks so much, you don't know, wrapping up, and you, 
you know, you call it and you go, thanks for doing that. That was great. Awesome. Mm. Sometimes your brain just goes, oh, I wish I asked that. Good. Mm. You've got a few minutes to just ask them that question and that can potentially go in and that creates some really good content. Uh, I'm a big fan. My biggest one is shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, when you Don't be that annoying guy who just interrupts all the time. <laughs> exactly. Like, especially when you've got a really good guest mm. and you know, you open your feed, follow a show and you go, ah, oh, epic. Cannot wait to listen to this episode. And all the host does is talk over the really good guests. Like, the host is there every week. The really good guest is there once. Please let me learn from them and hear from them. But it's also like your lead magnet, that, isn't it? That episode is like something that will bring people in. Yeah. Um, you don't need to sell yourself on that episode so mm. much. Sell the content and then they'll listen to more and get to know you. They might listen to a solo episode or for us, it'd be like a discussion episode. If someone comes for an episode that we've done as an interview, say with Rob, Dodge, Yvonne, someone like that, and they might then think, oh, I'll check out a bit more of that content, listen to one of these episodes and really get to know us. We don't need to force ourselves on that episode because no. then they're like, oh, this host is annoying. Yeah, it is really jarring. I'll just check if I've got any others. Oh, yeah. Tell personal stories. This is... Not just as a podcaster, this is just how you get people to like you. Generally, right? <laughs> is, is, yeah, open up a little bit, tell your story. Because this... I have to be careful on the shut the fuck up advice because then some people take it to the extreme and then they never talk about themselves and they become question master and they never add anything in and they go, yeah. why aren't I selling any products? You know, why aren't people coming into my funnels? Like, because you never add to the conversation. You just become a chat show host. Yeah. You do need to add in your two cents. You do need to give value, but also tell your story. Be vulnerable. If it's a hard story, show people, open up and... People will buy into you because there will be a bunch of people that will resonate with whatever your story is. And it could just be a funny story hmm. or it could be one that's a bit harder and a bit more emotional, like a Vons. I won't spoil that. Go listen to the episode. But I think that's probably the biggest piece of advice. Is it's also why as a host, it's good to be a guest on other shows because there's more of a chance to get that story across so then people come and listen to you. And then you can share those clips. Absolutely. Um, go on then. What's one, one story the audience don't know about you, Kane? I'm an inch taller than Ash. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Is that it? <laughs> yeah. I'll take that. <laughs> How about you? I'm 5'11 in Air Forces. <laughs> <laughs> in heels. <laughs> Go on, what's the story? You got one? Well, if that's your story, then... <laughs> um, I had a brain operation six years ago. There you go. Cool story. Yeah, he's got a big scar on the back of his head. And you he don't get to see it because no. the camera's at the front, which is just as bad, apparently. <laughs> I thought you fought a tiger. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. That's what we tell people usually in the, in the pub. Um, All right. Um, won't spoil it yet, but we've got some big news coming. We do. Got some, uh, we've, we've done quite a few episodes around sponsorship not too long ago. Um, and I think halfway through it, we were like, well, we should probably kind of prove we know what we're talking about. So keep your eyes peeled. See you later. Adios.